What's up, ballers? Guest star this week on the show, Garrett Driver, comes in to talk about his playing career when he was at Sam Houston State and then going on to try to be a touring professional, going from both the web.com and the All Pro Tour, which is a local tour in, in Texas area. Hope you guys enjoy his segment. I apologize for the first couple minutes. We had some audio issues, but then we got it fixed, and the end of the episode ends with a banger. Hope you enjoy. Have a happy holidays. Thanks. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. What's up, ballers? We're back. We got a special episode this week. The good friend of the pod, guy who used to teach a wildcat, I've come to know here the last couple of years, my boy Garrett Driver. Garrett, what's going on, buddy? What's happening, Doug? How are you? Good, man. Good, good. Thanks for thanks for being on with us tonight. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. For sure. No problem, man. No problem. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> Vinny and Jake are taking the night off. Jake is uh, snowed in up in, in New Jersey. They had like a foot of snow come through. So he's been shoveling all, all day. I know, not having a great time. And then um, Vinny is uh, busy prepping for our we have a big match tomorrow at Champions with uh, a few of their members and Rich. So he's, uh, he's probably out putting already. Who knows what's going on? But uh, Garrett, why don't you go ahead and uh, <clears throat> introduce yourself, man. Tell us uh, a little bit about you and where you're at now, and then uh, we'll get into it. Cool. Yeah, so... Uh... Obviously, uh, name Garrett Driver. Um, so I uh, currently the boys head golf coach at Tascosita High School. Um, it's got Northeast Houston and Humble. Um, we're a six A high school. It's a pretty big school. Um, I'm that's, just that's the boys. Um, so uh, we're okay. Um, we're getting there. You know, we've got some. We've got some younger guys that. Um, are on the on the way up so um you know we don't have district and all that stuff until april so um, we've got a few months to uh, get ready for that uh, hopefully by then we'll be we'll be uh playing a little bit better um we had our fall season we played okay had a couple had a couple good rounds um overall it's kind of about where i expected us to be um we start back up in middle of January again, again um, and then get ready, getting ready for uh, April for post regionals and all that good stuff. So, who's the who's the best team in the in the district? It is uh, Kingwood. Um, oh, yeah, so right. our district is Tessie to Kingwood, um, right here in Humble as well. Um, C.E. King, which is right down the street. Um, and you got North Shore as well. And then Beaumont West. I think that's everybody. Wow, you have some traveling. You so do. it's uh, King. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so King was an A team. Uh, they're pretty good. Um, you know, they're shooting right around 300. Um, and then our team. And their B team are pretty we're around that 325 range um, right now. Hopefully, you know, by April, we can, we can crack that 320 number, uh, which is essentially you take four scores, out of, um, which is so 320 is essentially everybody averaging 80. 
Um, so hopefully by April we can crack that number, which I think we we definitely have the talent to do. Um, it's just um, you know kind of putting four scores four together, um, which as you know it can be hit or miss. Definitely, man. So so Kingwin, they're three hundred, so they they got some guys shooting under par, huh? Oh yeah, they've got so. Last year they were last year they were they were cracking. Um, this year they they lost a uh, they had a um, guy to, um, Arkansas. He's a freshman in Arkansas, so he's pretty solid. Um, they had a pretty solid team. Um, but you know they're they've got a good junior program over there at King Country Club, so um, they kind of keep them coming over there. So, but um, you know what? Out of this year, um, so we're right there to just get out. We've got you know, um, past few years, a couple years, we went, a couple years ago, we went to state before I was the head coach. Um, I went to state a couple years ago, so um, okay. trying to get back to that talent, you know, we had a couple years ago. Cool. Um, well, so like I said earlier, you know, I met you at Wildcat a few years back. Before you got to Wildcat, I know you're a pretty good player in your own right. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of background about kind of how you got into golf and and I guess your college career, and then um, you know we could talk a little bit about uh, you trying to push into professional. Sure. Um, so I went to Humble High School, um, which is um, actually um, so I'm coaching right where I grew up. Um, after I left, after I graduated from Humble, went to McClellan Junior College. Um, played so I played two years at McClellan. Junior college, sophomore year, we uh, won that championship. Um, and then out of there, I wasn't really recruited at all. Really had zero offers coming out of coming out of and, McClendon. And when you uh, when you're coming out of high school, like what what kind of scores were you shooting that you weren't getting recruited? Because I, I know you had a pretty good junior career. Yeah. Um, so I played, you know, high school played HGA, um, TJGA, TJGT, I guess. Um, and a couple of the smaller tours, um, didn't play any of the AJGA events. Obviously, looking back on it now, I wish I would have done that. Um, but, you know, I was shooting on par, uh, right around even par, under par. Wow. Um, you know, days obviously shooting, you know, high 70s. But um, for the most part, it was right around par, under par, just maybe one or two over par. So, um, which, looking at now, high school, that's kind of what kids are shooting now. Right. Um, when we were when I was in high school, you know, if if you didn't win a you didn't win a golf tournament unless you shot under par. So it was a lot. Looking at it now as a golf coach, um, it was a lot. I feel like it was more competitive, you know, kind of back when we were in high school. Right. Um, I don't know why that is. Um, I guess uh, all kids now are on uh, on their phones, Xbox, PlayStation, all that good stuff now. So, um, I didn't really want to do anything but go to the golf course. Right. Um. But yeah, so so recruited didn't really have any didn't have any offers at all coming out of McLennan. Um, the the head pro at the golf course that I practiced at when I was in high school was a Sam Houston alumni. Um, he called and the head coach that he played for was still the head coach there. So he called him um, and he invited me up for a for a visit and he offered me a, a walk on spot. So I go. I walk on, qualify for the first event, um, play. How was the team at Sam Houston when you were there? What's that? 
How was the team at uh, Sam Houston when you were there? You know, we were pretty good. Um, on paper, we were really good. Um, as far as, you know, talent goes, um, we, we, we couldn't seem to get that fourth score, unfortunately. Right. Um, we, you know, we'd had, we had a couple, we'd have two to three good scores every tournament, and then we'd have to take like a, like a 75, 76. So, unfortunately, in college, that kind of kills you. Um, yeah. You know, in college, you're looking for four scores that even far better. Um, so that 75, 76 kind of kill you a little bit. Sorry. That's okay. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, we, like I said, on paper, we were really good. You know, we, we had six or seven, eight guys that were, you know, shoot on par for the most part all the time. And then just, I don't know what it was tournaments. We'd, we'd always have to take like a, you know, 75, 76. And then when we didn't, when we, we had four scores, we, we'd run away with tournaments. So, I um so yeah so so i i walk on my first semester there pretty much played every event for the most part in the fall and then going into christmas break he offered me a partial scholarship um it was one much pretty much just paid for books for the most part um <laughs> which i didn't i didn't use any books in college so. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's better than nothing you know um but for some reason i'm up all my teachers seem to want us to have the books, you know, and right. yeah, I don't know why, but never really use them. Right. <laughs> my, uh, I, I was there to play golf, not to, you know, yeah. Um, to worry about school really. Um, so yeah. So then after that, then I was on, you know, on scholarship after that, starting my, starting my next full year. So, and actually my next year, um, I actually registered, um, me with another guy that was a senior as well. Um, we both redshirted our fourth year of school because um, we were we we're going to be a young team um, right. that our fourth year um, it was going to be us two and then a bunch of sophomores and juniors. Um, so we decided, and we were going to need another. We were both going to need another year, anyways. Yep. Uh, so we both redshirted, and then our last year, which was our fifth year, we we had six seniors. Um, our five seniors, sorry. Um, we were pretty good um, my last year. Um, so it was a fun ride. Um, good, good time for sure. Yep. I've learned a lot. Um, definitely, definitely. And, uh, yeah. I know, I think you told me in the past, like you guys played against like Jordan Spieth at UT and some of those guys, right. in some of these events. Yeah. So, so, so funny story. So my fifth year, so my last year at Sam, we were playing, um, we've got the schedule laid out. And we've got on the schedule over spring break, we've got, or the week after spring break, we've got UT's tournament. This is when Jordan was his freshman year, freshman year at UT. So I'm like, perfect. That's the one event, like, I, I'm i looking forward to. I've got that one started. That's the one I like. Right. I'm getting ready for it. So we go the week before spring break, we go to Florida. We play um, – I forgot where it was. We fly. We fly to Florida, playing Florida, playing a tournament. The day before, I get sick. The day before the event, I get kind of sick. But I'm like, I'm going. I'm fine. I'm whatever. I'll be fine. So go the for three days. I feel horrible. I feel terrible. I play the tournament. <laughs> like I can't sleep. I'm sweating. I've probably had the flu. But I'm playing a golf tournament. So you had so corona so, early, is what it sounds like. Oh, pretty much. Oh yeah. For sure. Back in uh, what 2012, definitely had the Rona. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so we actually fly back. We fly back on whatever day it was, and then they leave from the airport and drive to Austin because we had like one day or two days. Well, it must have been one day off, and then that UT tournament started right. the very next day. And instead of me going to Austin, I came home. So the one event that I was looking forward to the entire year, I didn't get to play because I, I was sick. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But, um, so, so yeah, didn't get to play in that event. The only tournament I was looking forward to the entire year, didn't get to play. Damn. All right. Um, so Sam used to say, what was the, uh, what was the lowest round you carded? Uh, 63. Um, 63 second. at Victoria Country Club. Um, second round. I uh, got second by a shot um but, yeah so i think I, I think i shot 73 maybe the first day and then uh 63 the second day with a with a three-putt bogey damn that's yeah birdied uh birdied six out of my last seven holes oh it's a heater nice <laughs> um did you uh did you ever medal at uh, any of the college events or is that the closest you got that one then the, so we played that victoria uh two weeks later we played our very next event uh university of Louisiana monroe event at Calvert crossing i won that event um i don't remember what i shot right no um that was in april and then so i got conference player of the year in april or conference player of the month i guess in, of, nice. of april so, and then where uh where do you guys when you guys went to um well i call it districts but i guess conference play how'd you guys do in conference the two years you were there um we never won conference, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, my, we got, oh, that was a long time ago. Um, Did you get into super regionals or I don't know how it works in golf? You know, I tried. Fortunately, okay. I did not. So my last year, I felt like I had a pretty good, um, pretty good record um, and pretty good resume to get in to regionals as an individual. Um, but unfortunately, I did not get in. I don't know why. Um, I mean, I had a pretty good resume. Um right to get in but somehow didn't get in because i think to go to so to go to regionals in golf unfortunately we were uh we didn't play a great schedule so our like our ranking wasn't very good so to get an right. automatic bid in regionals, you have to be in the top 70 in the nation um we weren't we were like we would we were kind of flirting around that 90 area and then so if you don't if you're not an automatic bid you have to win your conference and right. The years that I was at Sam Lamar was really good. Um, they had a bunch of European guys, um, couple of guys that are still playing professionally, actually. Um, MJ Doffy, he's uh, he was Monday, the Monday Q guy last last uh, this past year. Monday, yeah. I think he Monday, like eight events or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, so they were really good. Um, he won. He won conference my last year. Um, I think we got like second, maybe second or third, something like that. Hmm. Uh, I, I think I got like fourth, possibly, maybe. Okay. Damn. All right. So stellar college career, really yeah. good high school career as well. Then, so what was the goal then? Were you you're always like, hey, I'm going pro in golf, or I'm gonna? Yeah, for the most part. So actually, my I was kind of coming out of McLennan with no offers. I was like, well, if I'm not gonna play in college i'm just gonna go ahead and turn pro and then just go take classes online right and right. then the whole sam houston thing happened so didn't and it was for the better you know um those couple those three years you know you're for golf you're, you can continually get better right um 
those three years definitely helped. But so I graduate Sam in 2012. Um, my first Adams title, or I guess it was Adams Pro Golf Tour. I guess I forgot which is the now name. the All Pro Tour, right? Or yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a couple of different names. Um, right. right now it's All Tour. Um, so my first event there. So I graduated in May. I think my first event was like July, maybe something like that. Go out first round of the tournament, shoot 68 right out of the gate. I'm like, dang, this pro golf tour is pretty easy. <laughs> so, so you make my first cut I play in, um, cash a check right out of the gate, first event I played in. I was like, yeah, you know, I can do are this. Those, this are those four day events or are they three? Yeah. So they're four day events. Um, the, the, the fall series, um, and the winter series, well, when when I played, it was winter series. There were only two event, two day events. Now, um, they have it's called a fall series, and they're three day events now. Um, but the regular, you know, the normal tour schedule is all four day events. Damn. Okay, so you come out, you fire, quick one, you make the cut, first event. Yeah. What? Uh, what? Uh, so you know, some people like our buddy Dylan, who you've met, like he, yeah. you know, he had a, he had a couple backers that were backing him. He tried to go through Q school a few times. He played on, uh, I guess, events up in New York, and he went to Florida as well. What uh, was that kind of similar path that you took, or? Yeah, for the most part, I um, we had some guys at um, some people in my home club um, to help me out, and obviously my parents as well. Right. Uh, yeah, a little bit also, and then had some people um, at my home golf course um, that essentially just kind of bought shares into my. Um, my account essentially basically right. kind of what it ended up being right. um so that helped out a lot. um and then so my first year my goal was my my goal was kind of obviously make money my uh, <laughs> first goal was kind of like break even because um that you know all pro tour now it's called all pro tour adams adams tour um it's not cheap um no, membership right. Your membership was like I don't know five or six hundred bucks, something like that, and then each event is like, you know, you're looking at eight hundred bucks an event. Right. Um, so you're looking at you know eight hundred bucks an event. If you can get host housing, great. Um, if not, you're looking at you know seventy, eighty bucks a night for a hotel, food, all that stuff. You're looking at almost you know you're looking at a thousand dollars before you even see it up. And what uh, what's first place for for those events? Um, so, you know, it all depended on how many people played. Um, right. uh, my one of the years I actually won an event, um, and that, that funny that was actually at Victoria Country Club where I where I <laughs> fired around it. So so that was kind of my go to course. Um, no, it it was unfortunately that was one of the lower paying it payout events right. um, i want to say probably 25 something like that so not nowhere not near bad. yeah it's not bad um now they're looking at you know first now they're they've got a lot more sponsors and stuff like that they've got a lot more players now because all these other little smaller mini tours are kind of fizzled out right. um so now first place is like 45 to 50 oh wow okay That's and i know yeah. that there's like a it's a huge taper right because like first place is big and second's decent, but then it's like even if you finish like fifth, you're like I ah, walked away with like two thousand bucks. Yeah, it's it's very top heavy. Um, yeah, right. So like, you know, if you make the cut, even if you make the cut, you can still lose money on the week. Um, yeah. Even even if even collecting a check, you can still lose money. You gotta 
really kind of got a top 10, you know, to really say it was a successful week, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately. And with, you know, you're looking at 100 and, you know, 140 guys, you got a top 10 right. and they're all, all pros. So, you know, you got to have a good week really just to kind of make money. But with that being said, that's all, you know, you're all leading up to Q school. Any mini tour guy you talk to, it's, you know, the, the, the tour events are, are great, um, but it's all leading up to Q school, which is in, right. in August, maybe. Um, so I, so my first year I played Adams, Adams tour. Mm -hmm. uh, my next year, that was 2012. So I played, I guess I played a year and a half. Cause I played a, the rest of that year. And then I played for my next year. Right. It's 2013. And then I go to 2014 and I play PGA, PGA tour Canada. So I go to Q school. Um, get, uh, I didn't get full status. Um, I had partial status, but uh, first event I make, I make money. Um, so I reshuffle into full status. So nice. Um, so which was nice. So I played, and uh, and really that tour same money's kind of the same as Adam's tour was that kind of the exact same um but if you top five on the money list you got exempt to final stage of web.com tour q school which is now conference tour right um so everybody was kind of playing for that top five yeah like i said for the mini tour stuff it's the normal tour events are great you know get experience and all that good stuff make a little bit of money but your the end goal is is getting that top five spot to get into Q school. Right. Um, get final stage Q school. Um, so that, so that tour I played, uh, I played about three quarters of the, of the year. Um, and then I came home and I wasn't playing all that good. Um, so I didn't go back. So I, I just continued, you know, just, I stay here, um, practice, played a couple of Adams events, um, and did, and then got ready for Q school. Um, so that year, I go to normal Q school, um, first stage at the Woodlands tournament course. Yep. I get through, get through my final round. Um, it's kind of a muddy final round or whatever. Uh, I, I, I'm finishing number nine at the tournament course. Um, good tee shot down the middle. Mud ball. We're not playing, we're playing it down. Right. Um, number nine, part four. Um, out of bounds all up the left and water right. So I'm like. Oh, great. Awesome. Mud ball, final hole of the round. And I'm, I know I'm kind of right there. Um, hit it, comes off straight left, hits car path, goes out of bounds. I'm like, <laughs> last, hole of the, last hole of the tournament, awesome. Great. So I get in, whatever, make double. Well, actually, you know what? This was third round. This was not final round because I final round ended on 19. So this is third round. So so I end up making double. I think I, I don't remember what I shot. So final round. I finished on 18. I, you know, I, I know I'm right there. I got a par 18, so I make par. But I'm still, I think I'm two spots out, two or three spots out with four groups left. So I've got a, I'm kind of, I'm playing the refresh game on the leaderboard. So right, right. Um, each of the final three groups had one guy bogey 18 to bump me in. So I made it on the number. Excuse <laughs> me. So make, make it on the number of first stage. So I go to second stage. I go to Florida. I'm at second stage. And first round, uh, this was what must have been 2015, 2014, maybe. Um, first round, 
I'll shoot 80 out of the gate, second stage, right out of the gate, shoot 80. I'm like, awesome. Way to, way to, way to throw it away right there. Now, do they do a cut for these, or is Q school no. you all play no. all four rounds? Oh, yeah, you play all four rounds. So I'm like, all right, just don't worry about it. Just come back and just shoot under par every round and hope for the best. So the week before, or the, the few days before, they were playing a second stage at Deerwood. And they had some really bad weather come through there. So, and I'm watching the radar. I'm like, that's coming this way. Like, perfect, great. I've got, if I can play good in this bad weather, I know people are going to screw up because of the weather. They're going to let the weather get to them. So I shoot 80 right out of the gate first round. Next round, I shoot 71. Next round, I shoot, the third round, I shoot 70. And the fourth round, I shoot 69. Make it on the number again. (laughs) <laughs> so and it's fine. the weather came through oh yeah i'm yeah I'm, i shoot i shoot what i guess uh one two three four five i shoot six under in cold and rainy weather for three oh, days straight God, nice work <laughs> so, so i um and the final so the last day the fourth round i, I know i'm well, i know kind of where i'm sitting and i see all on 18 i'm like all right just on just on the fairway just make par fairway green two five so I smoke a tee shot down there, hit it on the green to like, I don't know, probably 20 feet, and I've got a downhill slider. I'm like, there's no way I can leave this putt short. And I'm like, try to leave it short because there's no way I can possibly leave it short because it's straight downhill. Right. And so I, I know I'm trying to line my ball up um, to go on the line, and I, my hands are shaking so bad I can't line up. I like, I put it down, I'm like, I step back, look at it, no, that's not right. Do it again, step back, look at it. Nope, that's not right. So I just say, screw it. Just flip it around, just just set it down. And then try to leave the putt short because there's no way you can leave it short. So I, I kind of, you know, yip it down there to like a foot and tap it in. I'm like, cool, thank God this is over with. So make it through on the number again to go to final stage. So if now. Final stage, and now, is it now? Maybe now, I don't know. But I thought if you got the final stage, you're guaranteed at least like some status, right? Uh, yeah. So if you get to final stage, you get some status. Um, so I played final stage at PGA National. Um, so we played the Honda Classic course, the Nicholas right. course, and then we played the Fazio course, which is on the same. It's just, it's right. It's um on the same grounds. It's just right in the corner. Okay. So we play. So when I played it, it was six rounds. Yeah. It's so now it's now it's only four. But when I played, so you play three rounds on each golf course. Um, <laughs> And I actually played the harder golf course better than I played the easier golf course. I played the Honda Classic course better. Um, unfortunately, I didn't play very good for the six rounds. So my status was not very good at all. all right. um, didn't get into any events because um, that was kind of the year that they started not playing every week, kind of like PJ Tour. Um, so they didn't play every single week. So right. guys were taking weeks off. So before that, guys were taking weeks off. And, you know, even if you got – you know, last at Q school, you would at least get one event. Mm-hmm. A lot of that one event was Canada. Um, cause just cause guys didn't want to go up there. Um, so a lot of, so, but then they weren't playing every week. So guys weren't taking weeks off. Right. Uh, unfortunately didn't get into any events. Um, so I was just doing Mondays, um, and just played some more Adams events. Um, so yeah. So then, then uh, next round, next. So then I just get ready for Q school again, try to get back, and didn't get through, and then just kind of hung it up after that. <laughs> Man, so that's, I mean, I know it's so tough. The grind is is impossible. I mean, every 
for for the one guy that does get through, there's a hundred guys like you that you know made it to last stage and crazy. Because I know I know you can play. I played with you, and I know Dylan same way. He can play too. I mean, he's winning mm-hmm. like these events in Florida every week, and he still can't get through Q school. It's just it's tough, man. It's a it's grind. All about, it's all about getting hot at the right time. Right. Um, exactly. So. So you went. So then you went from there to kind of where I meet you into teaching. Um, did Did you go straight to Wildcat to teach, or what? How kind of what was your path? Okay. Oh, it was straight to Wildcat. So I uh, I quit playing in December um, of twenty fifteen, I guess maybe. Um, and then I started working at Wildcat in like January, maybe February, January, February, something like that. What was your connection with Wildcat? Uh. I didn't have one. Just saw it on. <laughs> I had a buddy that's uh I had a buddy that was a head pro um at uh somewhere, I don't remember where it was. Um he was like, Hey, check out the um PGA.org, the PGA website, and they they put there's a job board on there. Okay. Um, and I guess Peter had posted a job on yep. there. Um so I was like, hmm, that's in this, you know, I've played Wildcat before. Um and go in there and take a take a look and so I go in, so I go in for my interview. Like I guess Tim calls me. Go in for my interview, and then so I sit down. So I was him. I think it was him and Peter. I don't. I don't think Elmer was there. So I think it was him, Tim and Peter. I go in, talk to him for I don't know ten minutes maybe, and Tim's like, all right. Go in the hallway. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right, all right, sure. Um, so for like two minutes, I'm standing out there. I'm like. What am I doing? Like, am I leaving? What's going on? So, like, two minutes later, he's like, hey, come here. Like, okay, sounds good. He's like, all right, well, um, if you want the job, it's yours. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was was it, now, was it a teaching position, or was it you had to work pro shop at the beginning? Yeah, it was the first assistant. It was the assistant pro under Peter. Okay. And then, so I start there, and that's when JJ was there with Golf Performance Group. Right. Uh, so then anytime we taught – we taught lessons under golf performance group under that umbrella. Um, so kind of worked in there with JJ and them, um, start teaching at this point, you know, I hadn't really done very much teaching really. Um, uh, actually, no, it's a completely different. Um, now, this is one of the questions I was going to ask is obviously like, I know you're, you're a player and, and most teaching instructors, I think kind of went, well, I think a majority of them went the route of trying to play and then they ended up being an instructor right is it, is it uh, it's got to be more satisfying for you when like somebody who's decent comes out there trying to fix their swing than like a guy who has never played the game before and is just picking his clubs up the first time so it's you got to teach it two different ways um and i i learned that the hard way unfortunately um because you know, i've you know i played golf for since i was probably three years old um so i know you know all the golf lingo and and you get somebody that's played golf before and you can teach them one way you know you can tell them hey you need to get the club more inside I'm like okay sounds good they do it um and you get a person that's you know joe schmo from from nrg stadium that is worried about you know the texans and not really worried about playing golf and has never played golf before and they come out hey i need a lesson I'm like okay sounds good you need to take the club inside more inside and you know you know swing more outside and they're like they look at you blank staring like what are you talking about i'm like you know you take it more inside and you swing you just gotta swing more outside to hit a draw and they're like i don't know what that means so 
so it, you, it's two different teaching styles. You kind of got to kind of dumb it down a little bit and explain right. it a little bit more um, to people that don't play golf regularly. Um, they're just doing it. They're just taking want to take a lesson just because, you know, they play golf, you know, once a, every three months and they want to impress their buddies when they go out next time they come out and play. Um, versus a guy that's playing, you know, three or four times a week um, that know and watches golf on top of that and knows the golf lingo and knows how to knows what you're talking about when you say stuff like that. Right. Um, now, and actually, a, uh, question I always have an argument with Jake and Vince about this and a couple of their buddies is um, when, when you're with a guy, let's say he's like a, a two handicap or a 15. It, do you think everybody has the ability to get down to being a scratch golfer? Or do you think that there's like a plateau for everybody? And I'm not I, saying it's bad or, or good the other way, but. I think there's a plateau for everybody. Um, I think, and it's all about how much, if you really want to get better or not. Well, right, right. Yeah. That's the other thing is like, if you have unlimited resources, you can play every day, I guess it's possible, but most oh, people are playing once a week. Maybe yeah. if that, Exactly. So, you know, if you're if you're if you're wanting to get better and you want to go hit balls, you know, every day after work, you know, go hit a large bucket of balls every day after work and then play once, you know, once on the weekend and maybe try to get out once or twice during the week. Yeah, you could probably get there. Um, but then again, you've got to have a you got to have a little bit of athleticism, too. You know, you can't um, a guy that's got just no athleticism um you know they're and just they're just not very good you know you know i mean there's a difference in that and somebody that's got some athleticism they can get they can get better quick um and they i think they could potentially get there but somebody that just that not very athletic um just not very gifted unfortunately i think their plateau would probably be a little higher to that and it's all about also um when you're teaching somebody you know if it's all about how they perceive their shots that they hit too. So that's when I would give my very first lesson to people, I would just watch them hit balls. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't do nothing. First, you know, 20 minutes, I would sit there and just watch them hit balls and a little warm up obviously. And, you know, and then when I get into my lesson, I'd hit, I'd have them hit one. And another thing I do when I would, was teaching, I wouldn't dump the balls out. I'd have the basket sitting there and I'd give them a, one ball a piece. Right. I hit it. And because, you know, I'm sure I'm, which I do it too. You know, you get in a rhythm on, a, on the driving range, you just hit it, drag, hit yeah. it, drag. And you're not really, you're not focused on anything when you're doing that. Yeah. You're just worried about banging balls. Um, so my lessons, I would, you know, I'd drop a ball down and hit it and I'd make them explain that shot and, and what they thought about that shot. And if it's somebody that's that, you know, that hits it great, hits it awesome, hits a great shot, you know, hits it high, flush. And they say, I say, well, how do you think you hit that shot? Like, rate that shot to me. And they say, well, that's probably like a two. I'm like, how am I supposed to fix that? <laughs> that would be like a 10. You know, but and vice versa, if they say same thing, you know, if they, if they hit a little, if they hit a little dribbler, and they say, oh, that, or like, you know, not just a dribble, but it's something that's not hit great. It's right. okay, um, but not hit great, um, kind of thinned or whatever. It doesn't go real far. And they say, oh, that's a 10. I'm like, 
perfect. That's who I want to work with because I can I can work with that. Right. You you can't work with somebody that hits a great shot and says it's a two. It's there's you're not ever going to make them better because they have way too high of expectations. Right. Now, what what in your opinion, what's the hardest thing to teach the the iron driver or a short game to somebody? Um, I would say I would say iron driver. Um, really? Yeah. I, I, I would say so um, because, again, you got to have a little bit of athleticism to do it. Yeah. To do it. Um, I, can teach, I can teach putting. Putting is just repetitive. Um, tending on chipping. Um, it's, it's, you know, there's some feel to it. you got to have a little bit of athleticism to do it too. Um, but you can, you can teach somebody how hard to hit a chip or a putt based on how far they take the club back. Right. Um, and then you can teach somebody to do it for feel, too. That's kind of how I play. I'm more of a feel guy um, than, a, you know, a Bryson DeChambeau which knows exactly how far he's going to hit it by based on how far he took the back. Air density. And, uh... <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, so, yeah. So, it's – I would say, yeah, I'd say – I would say driver irons is probably, I would what? say, a little bit tougher. Are you uh, are you teaching your guys in high school? Because I know uh, my coach in high school, and this is no no stab at him. He was a great guy, but he was not obviously not a player like you. And he and he was, I mean, he would try to like, hey, do this, do that. And I'm like, dude, I'm not listening to you. But are you out there giving instruction? Or are you really just a coach? Um, both. Um, I've got a couple guys that get lessons outside of practice. I wish I had more, unfortunately. Um, but I do have a couple. So I I figure out what they're working on in the lessons. I kind of just kind of let them do the thing, and I kind of just go off of what they're doing in the lessons. Um, and there are lessons outside of practice, obviously. Um, there's a couple other guys that don't get lessons, so I try to work with them too. Um, and it's not always about, you know, fixing their swing because – um high school kids you know they're not always going to practice outside of their time so you got to make so you kind of got to put band-aids on things versus swing change it if yeah. that makes sense oh yeah 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 um so what's the uh what's the goal for the next well i don't know how many years you're trying to win a state championship or are you trying to district or what's kind of you got you, what you what's the team goals for this year so I, would, I would say i would say next i would say next five um let's get a district title next five um and then go from there um yeah. i think the next couple it's more kind of get out of district you know make sure we get out of district get it get at least second um a district and get out of district and then after yeah. that kind of work our way to that district title um i don't like i said same thing for teaching people if you if you hit a good shot and say it's a two I, I, I can't help you. So you kind of got to go with what you what you're working on. If I have way too high of expectations, you know, if I if I'm saying yeah, we're, I want to win a state title within the next three years, realistically that's not going to happen. And I know that, and and I think our guys know that too. Um, so um, we got to kind of go with what our talent says we got. Right. And I think that's right now is making sure we got a district every year. Yeah. Um, and then like I said, the next next five year goal is win district so because i know we can get there i got some young guys some freshmen sophomore 
sophomores that um, that work at it um, a little bit more than my seniors do right now, which is promising. Yeah. Because uh, I would say, you know, I mean, if you're a senior and you're not going to play golf, then what motivation do you have? Right, 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 yeah. Um, so I've got a junior, I've got a couple of juniors that if they really wanted to, um, I think they've got talent wise to play like at a junior college or something yeah. like that. Um, they have a few other priorities. Um, unfortunately. Trying to find a date to homecoming and prom. Hey, I, you know, I, hey, I've been there. I know. Trying Stop. to figure out the homecoming and prom date situation. <laughs> um, but you know, um, as far as natural talent goes, you know, I've got some guys that have got some natural talent. And then I've got, like I said, I've got some, I've got a couple of freshmen that are, that are practice every day. Um, and for our, so our, our freshman class golf class is not the last period of the day. Um, it's, we have seven periods of the day and there's a sixth period. So they don't get to go to the golf course every day. Um, so to see them out at the golf course after school, um, most like I would say, at least three days a week um, is kind of encouraging to yeah, know that's that, awesome. that they want to get better um, versus just doing it just because mom and dad wanted to do it. Um, so that's kind of encouraging to see them at the golf course when they're, when I'm not making them be at the golf course. So, right. Yeah. Well, good, man. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, we'll get in the last segment here. Really what we do with our guests is we do like a little bit of a rapid fire. Um, most of them are just like this or that, but some are some thinking thoughts. Yeah. So I appreciate if I or I, I apologize if I make you think too hard here because uh, I know finals are this yeah. week. But, uh, I'm, a, I'm a PE teacher, so there's not a lot of thinking going on PE. So don't make me think too much. Wait, do you guys have you have finals for PE? Uh, no, we uh we we have a um we encourage our our PE kids to not come to the PE PE final day um because they now with COVID. They can do everything online, so we tell them do the online check-in. So there you go. Jeez, it's really tough for these kids, man. <laughs> I, I do, although I do feel bad for not the high schoolers, but the the younger kids because they're they're missing out on like a whole year of. Oh, of for sure. Um, all right, let's get into it. So first one we ask everybody is, uh, and this is mostly a generational thing, but Tiger or Jack? Tiger. Okay, we are like. 100 and 0 for Tiger so far. Um, will Will Tiger win another major? Yes. Masters or other? I'm going to say either Masters or PGA. Okay. Um, would you rather win one major or 10 PGA Tour wins with no major? Um, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say 10 PGA Tour wins. Okay. Because of money only or? <laughs> <laughs> well, you went, we went 10 times. You you can just, you know, just hang out for the. Right, right. Uh, well, that's what Speed's doing right now. He's hanging out. So. Yeah, I didn't know a lot. He's hanging out a lot. Um, what's your lowest round ever? 63. Uh, Victoria? <laughs> yep. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather uh, walk or ride in a cart? uh riding a cart come on man <laughs> i'll do i'll do it if i have to but i would much rather ride in that cart did you have a did you have a caddy when you were on the adam store did you carry your own bag no rock that push cart man yeah see that's what i do i'm, I'm in the push cart gang now man oh, um, 
Uh, so funny. So about that. So first year, you know, high school, college, you know, nobody uses push carts with now. Nowadays, everybody uses them. Everybody. Yeah. So oh, yeah. High school, you know, at first event, I'm like, what is going on? It's just a sea of push carts. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Next event, same thing. I'm like, what is going on? So I talked to the guy I'm like, yeah, like everybody does it. And it's more of a fact that, you know, when you get to 14, 15, I'm not tired at all. And if you're carrying that bag, it's like, okay, you know, the last three holes, you get kind of tired. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bite the balloon. So I got it. It was never looked back. It's so funny because I, I, I don't think I ever used a push cart in high school. And I know Richard played on my high school team with me too, a buddy of ours. And he, we, none of us ever push carted. I don't remember anybody in our district ever push carted. Like it was not a thing. Out to see a push carts everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the push cart gang at, at Pine Forest, so I, I appreciate that. Um, what's the best club in your bag? Uh, putter. Wow. Okay. First guy to say that. I like it. I wish that's mine. Hey, ask, uh, ask Chase. He just texted me, actually. I'll, I'll have to find out. You keep taking his money. <laughs> I didn't the other day, last time we played. All right. Um, favorite golf course? I'll let you name one or two, so you don't have to. That I've played or just? That, that you've played. That you've played. Um, let's go with Houston Oaks. Okay. Uh, and Hockley. Um, and Houston Country Club. Nice HCC. I'm I'm supposed to play there tomorrow. I was supposed to play there tomorrow, but I'm playing at Champions with some other people. So I played. I haven't played Champions since I re, since I redid it. Um, so that one that one's still on the list to to play. Um, I played Houston Country Club the Thursday or so. I played with Chase the Thursday before they had their member guest, and it's and I'm untouchable. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played. So I played. 15 holes today at champions and I'm, we're playing 18 tomorrow yeah. uh dude those greens are no joke right now they're so firm and fast it's unbelievable <laughs> um so it'll be interesting because we're playing with Vinny too tomorrow who's yeah. having a little bit of the chipping yips right now so it's <laughs> that'll be interesting then yeah yeah it's gonna be good um all right last question is what uh what course do you would you want to play if you could only play one more round augusta okay now, have you played out at, like, Pebble or Cypress Point or any of those places? No? Yeah. No, that's on the bucket list, though. Yeah, for Pebble, sure. Pebble's on the list. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last thing I want to ask about is you're going back to being an amateur. So, um, oh, yeah. you 20, just, 2025 Masters, here I come. So, you can't – well, yeah, true. Yeah, true. So, <laughs> are you going to go back into playing in, like, the USAM and all that stuff? Or? Oh, yeah, it's happening. For know, sure. We have all the best events. All the amateurs have the best I'm excited. Events. I'm excited about it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I got to wait till August of 2022 before I can play anything, um, which really is, you know, it's which is two years away, but it's really two and a half years because there's not really any tournaments in the fall, really. Oh, so you got to Houston Am. Is it in the fall? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's get it. The qual qualifier is like August, is August, September. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. So there you, you go. You have to track me down, bro. I don't know if you can do that. Right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just trying to make the cut. I've missed the cut by two shots last two times I've played it. So, um, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We'll have to get out and play around soon. Uh, I'm glad things are going well with with the not only high school but also with the baby and and the wife. Uh, For sure. And, 
thanks again for for coming on and, and joining us. Absolutely. Holler at me when we can play some. I'm I'm off for a couple of weeks now, so let's play some. Absolutely. I, I may have an opening for you this Sunday at uh, Pine Forest. I'll let you know. I'm out, I'm out this Sunday. I'm playing at uh, I'm playing Wood Forest Sunday. All right, man. Yeah, we'll play soon. For sure. All right, so thanks, Gary. You got Good it. Bye. We'll see you. Bye.